What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Welcome back to another episode of the Pod of Thrones. I am your king, king in the West, King Dino Red. And I have with me, as usual, my ride or die, Lord Latone Hart. That's right. The Lord is back. Lord Latone. That's right. The Blacker Lands. Don't come here. It's already burnt. <laughs> I told you guys that Sir Lamont would be with us for the final uh, episode this season, but he is unable to make it and uh, we will have to hold it down without him. And we'll be looking for him next season for season number. Yeah, eight. man. Where, where's Sir Lamont, man? He's an all-star. We, we, we need you back. Lamont. Where yeah. you at? You know how Braun is, man. He's probably out trying to find a castle or some shit. Either singing with the Lannisters or trying to get with a prostitute somewhere. Complaining about how he ain't been paid. <laughs> trying not to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about the, the Jamie trying to give him the smallest castle in Florida. Yeah, like you like you didn't grow up in a hut. Come on, man. Right, exactly. He went from flea bottom to the to, to the top and he still ain't happy. Started that flea bottom, now we here. Here. <laughs> Started that flea bottom, now we here. <laughs> well. Well, We've made it to the end of another season of Game of Thrones, season seven. I got my mom hooked, finally. She's been burning through the season. So shout out to my mom. She just started season seven. And about a month ago, she hadn't seen episode one of season one. Oh, okay. Here we are at the end of season seven. And we only got two years for the conclusion. I mean, in two years, we'll get to end. I think, what, 2019, we're going to see the last six episodes. But the dragon and the wolf. The dragon and the wolf. Yep, they proved to be anatomically compatible. <laughs> <laughs> and several houses combined in this finale. Yeah. Yes. Several houses. But it was interesting. Here's what we thought about season seven, episode seven. So we start off and we see Grey Worm has finally made the trek across country. I wonder what the GPS is like, because how did he know where to be? <laughs> ravens. They sent ravens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Super ravens. Mm-hmm. And Super. he looks like he's ready to he looks like he's ready to battle at Thermopylae. I thought, is this 300? What the hell is going on? Yeah, you know, Miss Sandy is feeling some kind of way. She 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 loves sick, so she's missing her some gray worm. Yeah, she's like, I want to get that scissors on. Come on, come on, worm. Come back home. <laughs> and the Unsullied and the Dothraki, you see the Unsullied are all in formation, and the Dothraki come over the hill, 
and they just like they don't care so they kind of represent chaos and order for Daenerys which is cool and Bron and Jamie are looking at them like damn there's 96 bulls over there we can't win right we are gonna lose mm-hmm. yeah Jamie Bron even said yeah Jamie's like oh, shit what are we gonna do with that yeah yeah he's been telling Cersei the whole time we can't beat them He's like, I've seen them in action. We we can't beat them. Well, Robert said it in, what, episode four of season one? No one wants to face the Dothraki in the open field. You got to fight them, like, guerrilla style. You can't fight them just Straight up. Yeah, head up. And, of course, Bron says, men without cocks. You wouldn't find me fighting in an army if I had no cocks. What's <laughs> left to fight for? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we ain't, we ain't going to see no little honeys after this. What are we fighting for? <laughs> and Jamie says gold, and he said, "What do you think we're going to use the gold for? <laughs> we're going to use the gold for we going to buy some buy some chicks, right? We're going to buy a nice car so we can take a nice chick out. We're going to get a nice house so we can bring a nice chick over." <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess and you know what's funny. What? Oh, John looks at King's Landing. He's like, "How many people live there?" Right. Uh, like about a what do you say? About a half a million. He said about a million. About a million. Is that about? And John was like, why would anyone live there? <laughs> Which is what I think about, like, New York City and L.A. Like, what? There's too many people there. <laughs> yeah. People everywhere. Because I see the traffic in those places. Like, damn, too many people there. Well, John is like a country boy. Yeah. Yeah, the North is definitely like the country. And did you notice the Dothraki have kind of adapted to Westeros culture? They got on jewelry and a little bit of armor that they stole. Like, they got necklaces and like chain mail on their wrists. You know, before they were all hard, no shirts, walking around. <laughs> That's true. Got a, little, got a little taste of winter. Said, I don't know about this shit. I mean, me a little uh, rabbit coat or something. They all blinged out with their little uh, hip-hop gold chains looking like Run DMC. Yeah, they were. And then they go to the Dragon Pit, which is home of Valerian the Black Dread. And I thought, like, Maximus, father to a murdered child, Husband to a murdered wife. I thought, like, this looks like Gladiator. Yep. And then, of course, Brienne and the Hound have a moment. They haven't seen each other since they got into a, a fight. Right. And weren't they acting like a divorced couple that was happy that their child had graduated? <laughs> <laughs> Brienne giving them the update on Arya. Yeah, like, they're kind of like a divorced couple. Like, hey, she's doing great in school. She just got accepted into college. She's doing good. She joined she the sorority. She joined the sorority of the faceless bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was kind of good. They, they seemed like that. That's kind of the vibe I got. And then, of course, your girl, your favorite, Cersei, marches in like she's on Rhythm Nation tour with Janet Jackson in 1990. I was like, what the hell? I know. And of course, she did. She came in there. I'm like, when's the song going to start? I'm waiting for I Miss You Much. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course the hound sees his brother Darth Mountain you know what's coming for you you always have yep so like he wants to kill his brother yeah he's always wanted to kill him he's had many chances to fight his brother I don't he know just, uh, he just kind of never ran into him yeah I mean yeah there's like there's always something else going on like this time but he clearly hates him and wants to kill him I don't think he never got over him holding his face to the fire as a child. Hey, I had to mess my brother up when he broke my Voltron. I understand, Mountain. I <laughs> understand. <laughs> How did he know that was his brother? He's all jacked up. Uh, 
I don't know. He did have kind of a armor mask thing on, but I guess he, he had could, a mask on. Yeah, I guess he probably hurt. I don't know. I don't know. Good, good question. But I think he knew that his brother was working for Cersei, right? And then how many motherfuckers that big? So <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe it's how many people are that big. Because the mountains abnormally huge. So yeah, he's he's, he's right. He he makes he makes the hound look a little small. He's so big. And your girl Daenerys, she isn't there. Like everybody's there: Jorah, John, Cersei, Jamie, Euron. But yeah. Daenerys had to use her frequent flyer miles, and uh, her flight was delayed. So right, she hadn't got there. She was stuck in traffic on the four hundred five. <laughs> yeah, you know the airways, the air traffic controller didn't give her the go ahead. But of course, the breaker of chains. He arrives in the biggest, baddest prom vehicle ever. You know how that person that comes to prom and they just do it too big. Yeah, like they got the stretched Hummer, and it's just them. Yeah, <laughs> that's how Daenerys. Yep, had to make an entrance. That is how Daenerys showed up. And did you see how Cersei? Cersei, Cersei has one of the greatest poker faces ever. She looked at that dragon like, ah, boring. <laughs> then she started lying about how long she had been waiting. Yeah, you're late, bitch. I don't know you. <laughs> 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 and of course, my boy, my favorite character this season, Euron. He wants to ironborn my girl Daenerys. He looked at her like, "Oh, there's another one." <laughs> hey, how about me and you? Let's get out of here. I got a ship. You know, let's do this. When you go back, watch that scene. Watch how he looks at her. He's like, mm. <laughs> "Yeah." Now I found this interesting. Thirsty calls her Daenerys, a would-be usurper, at their meeting. Wasn't she married to one for 17 years? Yep, pretty much. Like, isn't that the hot calling to get a black bear? Exactly. That's one of those things that kind of just, it all depends on your perspective. You know what I mean? Just like, uh, you know, some people might call an, uh, somebody an anarchist, but then an anarchist uh-huh. consider themselves a freedom fighter. Yeah. Most terrorists consider themselves freedom fighters. Right. Uh, perspective. All from your perspective. Yeah. Now, I felt bad for the hound in this episode because I know how it is to have to carry all the luggage to my daughter's dorm room. And they made my man go down and carry the box that had the undead person all by himself. Yeah, I was like, why? You know? Why? Well, that's not even necessary. There's plenty of dudes standing around not doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's out there powerlifting luggage. I don't I feel bad for him. I did too, and I don't think people realize or appreciate how heavy that damn crate was. That shit was heavy. Yeah, that, yeah, that looked like solid oak. That didn't look like like. It wasn't like plastic or anything. That was wood. Yeah. That thing was a few hundred pounds at least. With a body in it. Right. So he sets it on the ground and Cersei's still looking like, okay, what the fuck is it? Like, and nothing happened. And I'm sitting there like, okay, this is... I thought the thing might have died. Maybe it was too warm in the south. It didn't survive. <laughs> he died from heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, it's too warm for him to die. <laughs> Like you ain't got to bring the bring the snow before he can really move around. <laughs> but I was wrong because Bernie Sanders scared the shit out of Cersei when he came out of that box. Oh yeah, <laughs> she, she was like, "Oh shit!" Because Bernie was like, "Look, I'm about to change everything around here." <sighs> and, I'm, and I'm sure in Cersei's mind, she wanted to whisper to Kyber, "Damn, that looks like Marjorie Tyrell without makeup." <laughs> And did you see your boy uh, Gargamel, though? Oh, oh, Gargamel. Yeah, I thought maybe he had a lot of that fermented crab. Cause Gargamel 
he was getting he was it was looked like he was getting a hard on man. He was like, I should have thought of that. I should have thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. That wasn't that wasn't the wind moving Gargamel's robes. And then and then he picked up the hand after after uh, they cut off his hand and he looked at it while it was still moving. He was like, oh, oh. he was he's like, been, this is been. he was like, it's beautiful. It was like he was like a uh, Gollum in, in uh, Lord of the Rings, the precious, the precious. He, he loved every part of it. He was all he was all in. He was like, "That's the most magnificent creature I've ever seen." <laughs> oh, oh, he was on hard. He was on rock. His shit was rocked up. He was. He was. <laughs> and then, of course, um, and then of course, the king of the north, John. He goes full Billy Mays infomercial mode. <laughs> He's trying to. Well, this is what you do, and then here you can do this, and, and dragon glass, and Valerian steel, and fire. <laughs> On the call now, 1995. We'll get you a dragon glass dagger. <laughs> like he he had a little PowerPoint presentation ready, and you're I was like, can they swim? Like, no. He's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to iron out. I'm out of here. You know, it might have been a good idea for them to not chain that thing up because then it might have got Cersei. <laughs> no, the mountain the mountain wouldn't let that happen. The mountain was just standing there, and that thing almost got her. If it wasn't for that chain, it would have been over with. The All mountain he... would have, would have slammed, choke slammed that shit like he was the Undertaker. It wouldn't have been nothing. The mountain would have been turned into one of the. He would have been joining the army of the dead because he he don't have a Valyrian steel sword and he don't have any dragon glass, so he don't know how to fight one of those things. So it just would have killed him too. Bernie oh. Sanders came out that box like he was trying to score a touchdown. Like why he run like that? Yeah. He saw Cersei, man. He was like, he was just ready. He was going after everybody. Her. Everybody wants Cersei. Yeah, exactly. And of course, Cersei's like, hey, I condemn white supremacy. Like, I don't believe in these whites. <laughs> but um, I'll help you if John promises not to join Daenerys after we fight these people off. He's like, too late. And of course, <laughs> of course, the boy's like, John's like, no, I'm about to hit this. I, I can't. I'm about to hit this. I cannot go there with you. Uh, I'm going to knock the bottom out of it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and everybody's kind of looking at him like, man, what the hell? Why would you say that? And Cersei leaves. <laughs> it's like... You can, you can tell everybody's mad at him. Yeah. But Daenerys didn't have no right to be mad at him because Daenerys been yelling at him to bend the knee since she met his ass. And he finally did. And then she mad because he... Did. And you know what the thing is? Had he lied like Tyrion suggested... Daenerys would have been the first one to throw that up in his face and say, well, you lied to Cersei. How do I know you weren't lying to me? Like, she's good for that kind of stuff. And she definitely, if he if he had lied, she definitely would have questioned his loyalty and who he was really loyal to and all that kind of stuff. Definitely. Well, even Tyrion said, hey, man, can you learn to play the game a little bit? This is politics. I'm not expecting you to, you know, keep your word, but, you know, just play the game. But I get what you're saying. Daenerys was she might have looked at him differently. She would have. I mean, she questions Tyrion all the time. Oh, maybe you don't want to, maybe maybe you don't want to bring harm to your family, or maybe you're looking out for your family more than you're looking out for me. And I mean, she's always doing that. And Tyrion hasn't even done anything to uh, cause her to waver like that, you know. But she, speculation, just wondering, just she's just checking everybody. So I, I mean, I guess John had to be. Like they said, you are Ned Stark's son. Even Cersei said, you know, you being Ned Stark's son, you're going to keep your word. So 
you know, I understand honor is a big thing to you guys. Right. Don't mean shit to me, but I know it's a big deal to you. <laughs> <laughs> so she leaves and we get the Lannister family reunion. Now, all three of these people haven't been within the earshot of one another in a long time. But Tyrion says, let me go talk to my sister. And they're like, she wants to kill you, man. So everyone wants to kill me. Right. He runs into Jamie. They have a look. You know, Jamie and Tyrion are cool, even though, you know, they got some shit. But they're cool. And Jamie's like, where is she? And he's like, she's in there. Like, oh, shit. You going in there? You better go ahead. <laughs> he's like, take your shot. Yeah. He's like, we might as well say our final goodbyes now because you might not make it out. My girl Cersei is looking like a Romulan this whole episode. Shout out to all my people that watch Star Trek. <laughs> and did you notice that Bron left, Bron left with Podrick during the big meetup? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know off record, Cersei and Bron, the actors, used to date? And now they hate each other, and there's clauses that they can't be in a scene together. Yes, uh, I heard that. So that was kind of crazy, because it seemed like Brian should have stuck around. He seems like he's Jamie's right-hand man. <laughs> Tyrion and Cersei talk, and they, you know what, I've always said this. They have, those two have really good scenes together. When Cersei and Tyrion are kind of going back and forth, it really feels like, like they're really good actors. Like, it really feels, you can really feel the tension. You know, and she blames him for destroying the family. Yeah. He killed Dad. He didn't kill Joffrey, but killing Dad made everybody attack us. And he was like, I love the kids. I didn't want to do shit like that. And Tommen jumped out the window because he took the only thing that ever mattered to him. Marjorie, butt naked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, she's trying to put Tommen's death on, on Tyrion and like, no, nah, that's on you. Tommen just wanted some of that golden rose. If you'd have left Marjorie alone, he probably would stay alive. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so then we get Tyrion, I mean, not, we get Daenerys explaining to John that a dragon is not a slave and what happened to the dragon. And I kind of knew this from the book that once they put the dragons in cages, every succession of dragons got smaller and weaker because they have to be kind of free. Right. They have to be free to, to grow big and strong. Yeah, Tyrion mentioned that too as they were coming in that the the last generation were uh, no bigger than dogs. Because you can't domesticate them. Gotta let them go eat people goats and burn people up. Right. Which has to be tough because how would you maintain that? You can't just, I mean, I guess you can, but they're just going to terrorize the fucking country. Yeah, pretty much. That was, I mean, the, that like, was the problem. Like Hurricane Harvey, everybody got to be prepared. Right. We head up to Winterfell where your boy Littlefinger... Is still trying to turn Santa against Arya, like like he did, you know, Catelyn and what's her name, Lysa. Lysa, yes. You know, he's still he's still trying to work work his angle, work his angle. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Uh, it's it's not it's, his whole angle didn't seem convincing to me because everybody knows that Arya doesn't want to be a lady at all. Right. You know, she doesn't want to be the lady in herself. That's not her vibe. Right. And I wonder if Sansa's thinking, like, nigga, you don't know my little sister, really. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't really what she wants. She might want to beat me up, but she don't want to be Miss Stark, Mrs. Lady Stark. That ain't, that ain't never been her. Never. We head back to John, and all of a sudden, they're back in Dragonstone somehow. I don't, I don't know. How, how did that happen? All of a sudden, they, and he, you know, they suggested they sell North together on a boat. Instead of her flying, he's like, "Hey, we should we should go together in a boat." Yes, 
because that would give him more opportunity to hit it. <laughs> and Jorah, Jorah's pissed. He's like, man, why don't you just get off Spirit Airlines in there? You ain't got to ride with this bitch. <laughs> 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 Jorah, Jorah's doing his best. No, no, Kalicia, why don't you fly? Don't go on the boat with him because Jorah can tell. He's been through this before. He's been through Drago, Dario. He can tell. Like, I'm about to lose again. And don't forget, there's also that uh, she married that guy in Marine, too. Yeah, but he wasn't worried about him because she didn't love him. Yeah, she didn't I, love him. I don't know if he wasn't worried or not, but... Because <laughs> she, she had him and Dario on the side, so... All this happened after Cersei agreed to help. Kind of skipped over that. Cersei comes back after talking to Tyrion, and she agrees to help, which, which didn't seem realistic. Like, why would she say no and then come back and say yes? Right. Tyrion ain't that magical. <laughs> Tyrion is not that magical. <clears throat> and we have a scene with John and Theon, who actually grew up together, and both of them both kind of felt like outcasts at Winterfell. Yeah, the and, foster brothers. Yeah, foster brothers. And John, Theon's like, hey, John, you know, you always seem to do everything right and pick all the right things. And I've been a fuck up my whole life. Yara tried to save me. And John hit him with the, with the real talk. Yep. No matter what, you standing here talking to me. Like you're a great joy and you're a star. You can be both. Because basically that's foretelling his future because he's really a Targaryen and a star. You can be both. Right. You can have you can have Stark ethics and, and great joy ethics, so you need to go get your damn sister. I don't know why you're standing here. If she tried to save you, peace. Yep. Be, be about it. Yep, that's exactly I was like, you know, Yara needs me. And so then we get to see Theon go join the Pikes Fight Club. And the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about no Fight, fight Club. club. <laughs> the third rule of fight, fight Club is you got to fight on the beach. And the second rule of Fight Club is win those motherfucking fights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. the, the Pike Fight Club, the Greyjoy Fight Club. And I enjoyed the fight, man. It was better than um, Mayweather and McCarthy. Man. Whatever, it was McGregor. McGregor. <laughs> now, the, the other dude, he kind of won the first few rounds. But he liked the stamina and experience to, to you know go all the rounds, like kind of like McGregor. Yeah. And then he went, and then he went for the nut shot. Uh oh, you know he ain't got no nuts. Right. Hit him, try to hit him again. He ain't got no nuts. And Theon all of a sudden found his metaphorical nuts and started beating this dude down like Ralphie from a Christmas story. I thought, <laughs> I was like, damn, Just kept hitting him, kept hitting him, kept hitting him, kept hitting him. I was like, this is the toughest Theon has been this whole series. Yeah. For sure. All because he lost his dick. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and what and what's dead may never die. So Theon feels so good after that fight, he has to go baptize himself in the salt water like a true Gradually. Exactly. Thought he might just go out there and sacrifice himself to the drowned god for a moment. Yep. We're back we're back to Winterfell. We're back to Winterfell and Santa says, Bring my sister to the Great Hall. It's time for court. Court TV. Now I'm wondering, would Bran's visions be admissible in court? <laughs> well, they admiss- they're admissible in the court at Winterfell. Yeah. Now they said they cut a scene out that would have made this scene seem make more sense. That after Littlefinger talked to Sansa, Sansa went and talked to Bran. They said they cut that scene out for time. They should have put that in there. It would have gave a little more context to what's about to happen. I think it worked okay. Yeah, it worked okay. I mean, all I'm thinking is Brand's tax return has to be huge. He has receipts for everything. 
I mean, there's no receipt he doesn't have. He has them all. And I got to say the Oscar has to go to the little finger this year because his, his reaction, how do you plead to these charges, Lord Baker? <laughs> he was dumbfounded. Yeah, what, 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 uh, huh? <laughs> then he tried to cry. Then he tried to go to his knees. Then he tried to tell the people from the bail to take him home. I mean, he tried it all. He tried it all. He tried it all. I was like, man, I expected him to halfway run and try to knock over somebody and get out of there. Yeah, he did kind of go out like a bitch. Like, the Queen of Thorns went out, like, way more of a G than he he did, like... Clint Thorns was like, fuck this. You took my castle, you filmed it. Fuck it all. Fuck this. Here. What's this? Poison? Is it going to hurt? Fuck it. Give it to me. It is. He's kind of like, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm an old bitch. Whatever. But Littlefinger, he was not ready to die. Oh, if I could just, oh, Sansa, if I could just get you alone. Let me just talk to you alone, baby. Please. Please, baby, baby, baby. Please, baby, baby. I love you. I love you. I love you and your mama. I love you all. Oh, let me just, let me, come on, just let me get in your room alone. And, I mean, it's too bad Littlefinger's going to go because, I mean, who's going to take the place of acting creepy and hanging out in the shadows? <laughs> but remember way back early on, I said, like, around the second or third episode that if Littlefinger didn't get out of Winterfell, it was going to be over yeah. for him this season. He did say that. Yeah. That it was, once Arya showed up, he said, and Brienne, he said, let, let me go, let me get out of here. Yep. And then they let us know they had all those emails on the server still that the Ravens had been. I was like, oh, yeah, he need to get out. It's just it's just too much that's going to go wrong for him. He's going to waste all his time trying to scheme, and it's going to end up costing him his life. Yep, because Arya, a girl of no long talks and sudden action, slash. I didn't even see the damn, I turned. I think I turned away for a second. Next thing I know, he was on the floor. I had to rewind it. She she did that so quick. She's so cold, man. It's like she don't have like it's no hesitation. It's no second thoughts. She's just cold like ice, man. Yeah. It was like I mean, I think I reached for a Cheeto and I missed it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, Arya is not to be fucked with. And I see Brand, he didn't really care much about the trial. He's kind of already watching the next season of Game of Thrones in his mind, so he didn't really care. <laughs> he was kind of like he didn't even like he didn't even look or anything. Well, he's like, he spoke oh. up that one time was like, "Oh wait, you put a, a throat to my daddy's neck and told him uh, I told you not to trust me. Remember that? Remember that? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> he's the key witness. Right, exactly, witness for the prosecution. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Littlefinger. Someone finally outplayed the player. It was great to see the Stark kids team up, the, the sisters plus, plus Bran. I mean, it, that was great. And, and to get Littlefinger and beat him at his own game, I loved it. I loved it. Now, I hope Arya wears Littlefinger's face around Winterfell just to fuck with Sansa sometimes. <laughs> I really hope she does that. Just walk by. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was saying that I think it was Chaz, one of the fans, whatever, saying that Arya's going to be using Littlefinger's face. I don't, I don't think that's likely. Um, I could, I could see her using it to get thirsty. Yeah, except I don't. Okay, this is till I tell you why I don't think it's going to happen. It could happen, but I don't think the reason why. Usually, when she when she takes a face, mm-hmm. it's a face that has been freshly killed, and nobody really knows that the person's been dead. You know, the yeah. person was kind of killed in private or secret. 
Littlefinger's execution was public. Those are all lords around there. And, you know, they all gossip and they all send ravens around. So it's going to get to Cersei that Littlefinger was killed. Because Littlefinger is way too important of a figure to be murdered or uh, be executed and it not get back to Cersei. So it's definitely going to get back to Cersei. And then with everybody knowing that Littlefinger has been killed, you know, by messenger of ravens and emails and whatever else, then it doesn't really make his face useful because people know he's dead. Like Walter Frey and stuff like that, people didn't know he was dead because Arya killed everybody in the whole fucking room. So there wasn't nobody yeah. left to, to tell. So I just yeah. don't really see the Peter Baelish's face being useful to Arya. The only only part about that where I can see it could be a possibility is the Lords of the Vale don't fuck with any. They don't. They're basically the snobs of Westeros. They kind of don't talk to nobody. They so, hide behind their little gate and their little moon door. So they they, they kind of isolated, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah, they're so, very isolated. So yeah. they don't they don't have the info like everybody else. So yeah. it might work. But I don't think they would need it with the Lords of the Vale because the Lords of the Vale are on, are on their side. I mean, her cousin is the is the real uh. The real Lord of the Vale. That dude's an idiot. They need to throw him out the moon, though. He's an, Robin's an idiot, but he loves him some Sansa, though. And he's loyal to and her. He, and he loves uh, Littlefinger, too. He loves Uncle Peter. That's, yeah, he loves... I think, actually... I actually think Littlefinger's his real father. Really? Yeah, I've always thought that. Because Lysa didn't care about nobody but Littlefinger. I think that's why he was always so... Lord, he was always so huggy, touchy with Robin. That would make that would also explain why he's so small and like not athletic and not can't fight. <laughs> yeah. Got no, yeah. ain't got no. He can't dunk. You know, he ain't getting drafted <laughs> into the NFL or the NBA. That that yeah, would explain I mean, Lysa, it. Lysa loved Littlefinger. She's not. She ain't worth. She probably did Lauren Aaron like Cersei did Robert. I ain't fucking. Yeah, because John Aaron was a he was a badass. Oh. Yeah. So, and you know what? John Aaron also was unable to have children with all his previous wives. All of a sudden, they said it was a miracle that he got Lysa pregnant. That's a good point. That probably is Littlefinger's kid. That would make a that would make that makes a lot of sense, huh? Interesting. Now yeah. we're back to King's Landing, and Cersei <clears throat> is talking about her double cross. You know, Jamie's like, "I'm going to Winterfell." He's like, "No, you're you're the stupidest planet fish. You know, we're not going." Right. Cersei is pissing me off in this scene because it's like, bitch, he's just doing what you said. And then you expect him to know what you're, you know, that you were lying and all that kind of stuff. Okay, fine. You expect him to know that. But even though he's just doing what you said, you're going to accuse him of being treasonous and all this kind of stuff. Like, what? What are you talking about right now? This doesn't even make any sense. Well, it is stupid because Jamie's like, okay, we agreed to do it. I'm going to go do it. Like, he doesn't. Jamie's not built like that to be talking about, you know, sneaking around. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Right. But her her point is dumb because John already showed him if all of us die, we don't die. Right. We join their army. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't get, she's like, well, hopefully they'll kill them all and then we won't even have to deal with it. Bitch, you're going to have to deal with all of them. Then. Right. You're going to have to deal with more <laughs> of them. <laughs> yeah. I never like she's saying he's the stupidest man. So I say no, you're kind, you're kind of being stupid right now. Yeah. So you want to just add another forty thousand, maybe fifty thousand? Yeah, Jamie's just not. He's not duplicitous, but he's not stupid. And Cersei's not stupid either. But what makes her seem stupid is that she's not as smart as she thinks she is. Well, that's what her father always said. Yeah, and it's true. She is smart. 
She's just not nearly as smart as she thinks she is. And her plans you know, always you, backfire. You know what she is? She's short-sighted. Yes. Like, she only looks at the first first half. Right. She never looks at the second. Like, you gotta, your quarterback's got to make it to the fourth quarter, too. Right. Right. She she can't see past her pawns. Like, you know, like that's why she gets beat at this chess game because she gives the Lord Scepter power and whatever. And then next thing you know, she got these militant armed militants running amok, you know, because she didn't foresee that. Yeah. I mean, she builds up a first half lead like a mug. I mean, she's always winning in the first half. Yep. (laughs) Yep. But she, you always, right. You always got a chance to come back against her. Her, her second half and, is weak. And we, find, and we find out she sent Euron across the, the narrow sea to get the Golden Company, which is a band of mercenaries. Right, which Jamie had already said previously that ain't no mercenaries going to fuck with this army that Daenerys got. He's like, ain't, yeah. there, there are no mercenaries that can get with them. Yeah, because they unsullied that, that discipline and they're tough. And then the Dothraki just like, they're just like, come at me, bro. Right, yep. Let's go man up, man up. We'll, we'll jump on top of the horse and tackle you. We don't care. <laughs> they just have a savagery. It's like, shit, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. You have to be more savage than them, and that's tough. The only people that have ever beat them, and they never really beat them, was the Dothraki. The Dothraki held them off for eight days. And the, I mean, the Unsullied held them off for eight days, and the Dothraki had showed so much respect for them holding them off for eight days. They just threw in the towel. They're like, man, y'all are tough. You don't want to fight y'all no more. And they laugh. That's the only people that have ever kind of held the Dothraki to a stalemate. Yeah. So, like, the Dothraki are like uh, are like Delta Force, and, and the Unsullied are like SEAL Team 6. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Jamie and Cersei get into it. He's like, man, fuck this. I'm going north. And I thought Jamie was about to die because the mountain pulled his sword out. He was like, go ahead, do it. Right. Do it. I really was like, oh shit, Jamie about to die. I was like worried because Jamie's my nigga. Yeah, that was like the second time recently that Cersei acted like she was going to kill Jamie. I wonder if she told the mountain never to kill Jamie because he said, go ahead, do it. And she didn't say nothing. And he let her, he walked away. And I was like, he's going to stab you in the back. Because that scene, I just, I guess, I wonder if she just told him, don't kill my brother. Well, no matter what I said. I don't think it was that. I just she didn't she never gave the go ahead. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's Jamie. That's her brother, her lover, her right hand. No pun intended. Uh, so <laughs> you need a clear go. You need a clear cut. You know, kill him off with his head before you kill him. It can't be ambiguous. It's got to be. You know, take him out now. You know, and she never really gave that. So Jamie I mean, was like. Jamie said, go ahead and do it, but she never said. I don't believe you. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, she was basically acting like she was in a 90s R&B group. Jade talking about, don't walk away. (laughs) (laughs) And and Jamie was like, I don't believe you. And I figured Jamie can walk away from a toxic relationship. So can you. Right. He just walked away. Yep. He walked away. All this time, all these years, he finally walked away from her. And then he gets outside, he covers his hand, because that's pretty much everybody knows about his hand. But didn't somebody knowing didn't somebody just tell him that though, not too long ago? Didn't somebody just tell him that he was finally gonna see that Cersei? Oh, oh. Was it Melisandre? Oh, Queen of Thorns. Queen of Thorns Thorns said it. That's right. I knew somebody just recently told him that. 
She said, "You poor fool, you really do love her. She'll be the end of you." And then he, she said something about like, "You'll you'll you'll finally see, you'll finally see how evil she is, or whatever, or something like that." Yep. And then she, and then he said, "No point of talking about this with you." Yeah. 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 And, then he gave, and then he gave her the poison. Right. So the Queen of Thorns is right. And it's snowing in, in King's Landing. I mean, there's no school tomorrow on Flea Bottom. Right. And Jamie. Well, you know Jamie why You know up. why it's snowing, right? Because the, the White Walkers are getting close. Oh, yeah. 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 Hell, yeah. They don't got no snow plows, no yeah. jackets. Just to let you guys know, it does not snow in King's Landing, which is why when John and uh, the the uh, and Gendry and those guys were in the north, Gendry was saying he'd never seen snow because he'd never been north. So it doesn't snow down south, and uh, where is Gen- where is Gendry? Is he I- still running? <laughs> He's still back at the wall, I guess. With <laughs> you know, with the uh, I hope he left before uh, the end of this episode. <laughs> Gendry is is this uh, is Game of Thrones version of the Flash? We don't know where he is. See yeah. him anywhere? He rowing in a boat somewhere. <laughs> My man Sam, he just rides in the Winterfell with Gilly. The ultimate ride or die carriage chick. Gilly was Gilly was Gilly's always on the side. Yeah. We didn't see much of Gilly, but I saw her kinda of ride up. And Sam gets to hang out with Brian. Did we talk about that baby? Have we talked about <laughs> the, the the fact oh, that the, that baby is still the same age? That's, that's the White Walker brother. They're coming to get him. Don't worry. Okay. They're on their way. Okay. I I was just his wondering. Brother, his, his brothers are coming to get him. <laughs> Do you feel like Gilly Gilly's related to Gilly's related to all the White Walkers. Yeah, she is because well, I don't know about all of them, but yeah, all of, those are all her nephews. All the White Walkers came from her sisters and brothers, except for the the Night King. Yeah, well, no, because there's been wildlings and rangers, and a lot of people killed up north that joined the joined the the, the army of the dead. So they're not 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 the whites. I'm talking about the White Walkers. They're only the babies of Crasters. Oh, okay, okay. I, for, I keep forgetting there's different ranks. I keep forgetting. Yeah. yeah. You're the zombies. I'm talking about the White Walkers. Those uh, are all her nephews. Okay, and wait. Now, and what's and basically the difference between the White Walkers and the Whites? The Whites are the low-level ones, like the one that they took to King's Landing, right? They just, they just, yeah. they mindless they're, and they just zombie like, and they just, and they, they, they're mindless. But the ones that are smart, intelligent, those are the white walkers. Yeah. Those are basically humans that have been converted into a new type of species. But the whites are basically just humans that have been killed and resurrected like zombie like. Okay. Okay. And the white walkers that the, the humans that are, that become white walkers, is it through a ceremony or how do they convert? Remember them? they take the, remember they take the baby, the baby, right. And they take them out. And they take them out there, and they take them to that little ceremony. Yeah. And then okay. the Night King comes and touches them with the with the magical power the children put in him, and the, their eyes turn blue. Blue, right? And then they then they grow they grow from a baby into a an adult White Walker. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like a whole. They're like a, they're like another species. Right. That's true. Is this a trip that those all those are all her nephews? You're right about that, or at least mostly all of them. It was gonna be a family reunion when she said, "Oh, I ain't saying you, but you was this big." <laughs> 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 a little lucky. Yeah, where you been at, cousin Lucky? I you, big old man, man. Sam <laughs> 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 gets a chance to talk to Brand. Brand tells him he's a three-eyed raven. 
and Brand looks at him like the other defenders look at at the Iron Fist when he's talking about his shit. Like, mm-hmm. I like I like when Sam was like, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, oh, he's like, oh. Oh, okay. And Sam was like, I read a lot of shit, and I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm the three-eyed raven. Sam's like, oh, are you now? <laughs> he's like, he's been, been smoking some of that good, good. <laughs> <laughs> now, I thought there was a good part of that that Brian explained to him. But what is it? He said, well, I can see the past and the present, but right. I can't see the future. He right. omitted the future. He cannot see the future. Right. So he can only see stuff that's happening or stuff that's happened. That's and that's exactly what I was trying to explain to some of these people on Facebook who are there's there's a, a Facebook friend of mine who hates the, the uh, brand's character and uh, that was one of the complaints and that's what I was ex- explaining to him like okay he can't see he's not he's not all knowing he's all seeing yeah. there's a difference anything that happens he has access to that knowledge. Yep. But he doesn't have yep. access to just what's going to happen. He he can't read minds and he doesn't know the future. It's just if it had yep. if it's happened already, if it's in the past or the present, if it's going on now, he's good. But as far as like knowing Cersei's plan, how come he doesn't foil Cersei's plan or tell people about Cersei? Because he doesn't know. He does not yeah, know. He he's in the future. Right. He's not omniscient. He's not all knowing. He's all seeing. In other words, he knows what has happened, does not know what is going to happen. So cut him some slack. He's not supposed to know that stuff, and he doesn't. You've misunderstood the character and his abilities. It's not his fault. Get it right. And then they talk about, you know, I got to tell John. Like, I got to talk to John. And he's like, why? He's like, you know, he's the Tony Rich Project. Nobody knows this for me. He's like, he's not really my, my father's son. He's, he's my Aunt Leanna's son. And then Sam's like, oh, guess what, Three-Eyed Raven? I know some shit you don't know. Right. <laughs> he's like, because he's like, John's not a snow, he's a sand. Or a rivers or something. Like, you know, the old bastard surname. I guess he would be a sand if he was born in Dorne, but right. would it be... Would it be the bastard? Would it be the surname of his father's homeland? Would it be a, I don't know. Who gets it? Yeah, it's a little um, ambiguous on the uh, designation of the bastard surname. But so Sam was like, well, I, I stole some information from Gilly. And no, there was a special ceremony. They actually, he actually had his marriage annulled and he married Liana. And then the Three-Eyed Raven's like, really? And since he can see everything in the past, he just didn't know about it. All of a sudden, it triggered a memory. And then he sees it. Right. I'm thinking, damn, this marriage was more secret than Jay-Z's. Nobody knew about this shit. Exactly. And I thought, like, I thought Rhaegar was going to be more imposing, more impressive. He looked like Viserys. Well, yeah, they all, yeah, they all look very, very similar. But I give Rhaegar props for his, you know, having everybody sign those non-disclosure uh, agreements. <laughs> Mm-mm. He's like, I will have that ass. And I'm thinking, isn't Liana from the north? Why would she get married under the light of the seven? They don't, you know. She she converted she's, for her husband. Oh, one of those. Yeah, she was. She you know one she she was raised Catholic, and then she's like, fuck it, I'm gonna convert <laughs> to Judaism. You know, <laughs> like I'm marrying a Jewish guy. Yeah, she's like, they got the best deli meat. <laughs> we find out John's <laughs> name is. We find out John's name is Aegon. And what is up with Rhaegar? He already has a son named Aegon. 
He's like George Foreman. He's going to name all his sons. Yeah, you know how, man, you know, they do the same thing over there in England. They recycle the same, like, three, four names, Elizabeth the 18th and, you know, Henry the 8th. They they love doing that. So that's how royalty is. They like using the same names over and over and over again. Game of Thrones is one of the first places where I, like, hear, like, all the time, the first of his name and the first of her name, The you know, like, all these original names. That's generally not the case. But even in the Game of Thrones, even in the Game of Thrones, though, they got a lot of recycled names. They got uh, uh, brands. Yep, lots of brands. And then there's the little Liana, who's uh, named after uh, Liana. Liana, right? So there's 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 a lot of there's still a lot of a lot of that going on in this too. (laughs) And John doesn't look like an Aegon, but I guess I have to get used to it. He doesn't look like an Aegon. Hey, Aegon, what's up? Right. And I realized maybe Ned never talked about Liana because he realized she was a homewrecker. He was like, nah, I don't want to get into it. Like, she stole another man's husband. I don't want to really get into it because he loves Liana. But Robert's Rebellion was built on a lie, like the Trump president. Yes, it was. That's kind of crazy, man. Like you said earlier in the show, everything is based on your perspective. From Robert's perspective, no, this is righteous. Motherfucker stole my my, uh, fiancé. But the reality of it is, no, your fiance didn't want to be with you. She stole another man's husband. But we all fought a war because because you fought differently. Yeah, true that. Tore down a dynasty because, you know, because she never, she could have told somebody, sent some ravens out, like, hey, uh, I just married Rhaegar the Prince. She could have stopped a lot of shit. You know, Raven the Winterfell would have stopped the whole rebellion. Put, yeah. every, put everybody on the registry and send a gift. Mm-hmm, exactly. Be secret. You know what happened. Up next is a scene that everybody except for me has been waiting for. I felt like season seven of Game of Thrones felt like Twilight. It <laughs> felt like felt like fan fiction all season. I mean, I understand George R. R. Martin is not these aren't his he said the T V show and the books go in different directions. He's sorely missed because there's you know, it used to feel like anybody could die at any moment. Now I know John and Daenerys are gonna hook up. I know nothing tragic is going to happen to anyone because it feels like fan fiction and everybody's been waiting for John and Daenerys to hook up. And it finally happens. Yeah. John decides to fuck his aunt. <laughs> well, he doesn't know that yet, but uh, <laughs> by the time he finds out, it's going to be too late. You know what else? I think, uh, I think, I think, uh, I think Khaleesi's pregnant. I mean, all I know is in another cabin on that boat, Sir Jorah was crying very quietly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jorah's weeping like a little bitch in the fetal position in the corner with a knife cutting his wrist. He's gone. He's he's like, golly, she, she left me for a foreigner who couldn't even speak her language and for a damn cocky idiot who just does stupid shit. Now this dude, I've been by her side from day one. And what's up with Tyrion? What, what, why is he in the hallway like I used to be when my parents were having sex. Listen, what's going on with him? He was perving out big time. What was was that? What that was about? I couldn't figure it out. I don't think I don't I don't think that's what it was supposed to be about. But that's what it looked like. It looked like he was perving out, about to break out the Vaseline <laughs> and break out his magic his magic cock and get busy. But I don't yeah, I don't okay. know I don't know what that was about. Um, my nephew has a theory. My nephew thinks that Tyrion. Is going to betray might uh, is possibly going to betray Khaleesi, and uh, mm. he thinks that that's what that was about because they uh, they didn't 
allow us to hear mm. the rest of the conversation between Tyrion and Cersei. And oh, okay. So okay. I hope yeah, I hope that's not, I hope that's not the case because I would like that. I would enjoy that. I would think that would be great. Well, stick with family, man. Family first, man. It, it yeah no. I, I, it wouldn't be believable for me. I mean, they haven't laid a good enough foundation that where where Tyrion would you know join forces with his. The whole point of him joining Team Khaleesi was because he believes that she's better for the world. He knows his sister is evil. He's yeah, recognized he that. that. So I just don't see him. I mean, I just don't see him like le- jumping off a of, off a of Team Danny to get with Team Cersei. It just doesn't make any sense. So. While I know Tyrion is concerned that every time Danny gets romantically involved with someone, she loses focus. Remember that? That's why he suggested Dario stay back. He he kind of notices that that she's a little impulsive, and when she gets involved with someone, I think he feels like she loses. Yeah, but but that's but that's well okay. I don't know if I agree with that one hundred percent, but I I see what you're saying. But I think her her getting with John the king of the north king in the north is way different than bringing her boy toy with her you know what i'm saying it's like i believe that Tyrion would co-sign this this union because it makes sense like even baelish said every, every it makes sense to everybody it just makes sense like they're they they have similar philosophies they have similar beliefs they they're Together, they're strong as fuck. I mean, it just makes sense. It makes so much sense for them to get together. Uh, so I, don't, I think Tyrion would probably co-sign it. So I really... I'm, well, that, go ahead. So, yeah. Well, I, I don't think that scene is in... That scene's in there for a reason. Oh, yeah. I, I guess we'll, we'll it, find out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely there for a reason. It means something. We don't know what it means. Uh, my nephew could be right. And if he is right, I don't have I don't have a problem with it unless they don't show the list unless they never if they don't lay the foundation, a proper foundation for it, then it's not going to work. So they have to lay foundation for it, which they haven't been doing. Uh, Well, they've you know what? I guess they have a little bit as far as from Khaleesi's point of view, because you always you always see her throwing salt at Tyrion about his family. Saying, "Oh, you looking mm-hmm. out for your family? Oh, this or that, this or that." So I guess that's supposed to be, you know, in their minds, laying the foundation for it. But you haven't shown anything on Tyrion's point of view, which I, the reason why her saying that has always pissed me off because it doesn't make sense. It's coming out of nowhere. Yeah. So you have to show some motivation and some reason why Tyrion would be motivated to do that, and and a reason why she would have these doubts about Tyrion. Instead of just pulling shit out the out the out the sky blue, and they're usually really good about that stuff on Game of Thrones, but I feel like they're coming up short on this whole thing because it does look like that that's what they're laying, trying to lay the foundation for Tyrion to betray her, but it's not. It's going to piss me off if that's what's happening, and it looks like it is. It's really going to piss me off because they have not shown, they have not done a good job of it, and Khaleesi's. You know, little comments or little snide comments about you looking out for your family and shit, whatever. That that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing but her talking out of her ass as far as I'm concerned. I need to see well, Tyrion sending some ravens to Cersei or telling <laughs> Jamie that, you know, hey, you know, I'm really on y'all side. Something. <laughs> I need something. Well, since since they ran out of source material, basically it felt like a little boy trying to wear his dad's shoes. George R. R. Mountain is a is a as a writer 
is is beyond anybody. I mean, as a writer, he's phenomenal. Right. The showrunners are trying to match his writing style. Yeah. They're trying to do things like him, but they they're just not him. Yeah. And I think a lot of this season feels like that. But on a side note, how great is it going to be when Brand talks to John and he says, "You look beautiful, fucking your eyes." <laughs> oh my god! So Brand and Tyrion oh. are just like two master pervs, huh? <laughs> oh my god. It was so beautiful. And I went back and watched all of Daenerys' scenes, and she gets a lot of dick. I mean, she, 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 she was getting a lot of dick in, in Essos, and now you gave her some dick here. You, you realize that? That, that Khaleesi's got that Erica Badu pussy. Like, people be on that. People be on that. Yeah, they she do. Gets a lot of dick. No, nobody gets as much dick as her on the show. That's true. Nobody. She, that's true. But, but, it, it's a it's a it's a lot in comparison, but it's really not that much if you consider the time frame. It's you know Com- compare compare her 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 sex life to Brienne. No, no, no. I said comparatively, it's a lot, but in actuality, it's not that much. You can you compare her to the average seventeen year old today. She's like way below the average. <laughs> well, she lives in she lives in medieval times too, man. She, you know, she don't live in plenty of fish in tender world yeah well still though you can't swipe swipe right on people every day <laughs> <laughs> how great is it going to be next season when we watch the pregnant queens fight it out on the real housewives of incest city you know it's <laughs> gonna be the shit <laughs> the lone wolf dies the pack survives it's good to see aria and santa united standing on top of winter just kind of looking out over the ranks, checking out the snow. Yes. But I was a little disappointed. Sansa must not have listened to Ned much. Or you know what? Ned did take her on the hill and give her the whole speech. The person that, that passes the sentence should swing the sword, Sansa. Uh, he only told the boys that. Well, yeah. She, 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 he did only tell the boys that. But, I mean, come on. It's Sansa. That's not, you know, she got to stay in her lane. I wouldn't have expected her to be trying to swing some, yeah, that let Arya do that. And how fucked up is it that everybody, all the Starks, never talk about Catelyn? They are always talking about Daddy told me this, Daddy told me that, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Catelyn must have never talked to these kids. Nobody ever says, Mom told me to do this. Mom used to say this. Well, it's always well. John ain't gonna say that because she treated <laughs> none of them because <laughs> she treated John like shit. So. He's not going to say that, but uh, um, I think uh, Sansa probably was was closer to the mother than anybody else because she was the only like girl. Arya was, you know, she was really a trans boy, you know. But none of them ever say anything Catelyn Stark ever said to them. I was like, they took all their lessons from their father. Catelyn could have just fucking ran away. Yeah, well, I think Catelyn was probably the one that was trying to, you know, like. She was in charge of making them ladies and gentlemen and, you know, education and that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure they knew which fork was the salad fork and that kind of shit. You know, it was up yeah, to Pops they to... They say that? Well... The, they say that? Mom, Mom told me to, you know, write nice to you. Well, that shit's kind of like superfluous in a apocalypse situation. <laughs> I mean, even at the trial, it's all about Ned. Like, they could have... They... It's just Catelyn Stark is unfucking important to the kids. <laughs> like I, I get that impression that she is basically just a vehicle to bring them here. 
the vaginally, and then fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you no one brings her ass up next year. Not a little finger said they won't bring her up at all. Well, mm, I get now it. my boy Carmen shows up. He's like, look at me. I'm the night watch now. Right. And he's chilling. I bet the Tormans like this is the nicest place I've ever lived, <laughs> and the warmest. <laughs> yeah, this is nice. We got rooms. We got a fireplace. <laughs> he's looking at like I, I finally made it. <laughs> like this is the Howard Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> nope, this is a double tree. Man. I never thought I'd have it this good. <laughs> and where the hell are the children of the forest? Why aren't they cleaning up their mess? I they don't created this whole. I know they need to be in this war too. They yeah, that's, at least at least with some advice or cliff notes or something. These motherfuckers, they got magic, and they're the ones who made these White Walkers. They def they need to be in the fight, not just with no advice. They need to be on fucking, and they need to be in the front lines. They got magic. Yeah. Even if they're not around, send a message or something. Hey, this is what this is their weakness or something. Like, they are just AWOL. You know what? A part of me thinks this is what they want. They want They want this. They want the White Walkers to fuck up everybody. And then they feel like we can get our shit back. <laughs> I think this is what they want. I don't know. This is what they want. They're probably behind all this shit. Just spoiled little brats. They're probably behind all this shit. They're probably sitting in a, a tree somewhere. Watch Watch with this. Watch the long night. Watch what happens. And them, the, the army of the dead is slow. It, it took them seven seasons to reach the wall, but they're finally here. Yeah, I'm finally. Think, I'm thinking they weren't like on their way the whole time. I think I think they were like you know building up their army and doing other things. They've been on their way. Yes, they've been on their way, but I don't think that we're supposed to believe that they've just been on their way like marching towards the wall this whole entire time. I don't think that we're supposed to believe that. I think that they were getting closer. They were on their way and they were also doing things in preparation for the war, like building up their numbers and, you know, finding chains so that they could drag <laughs> dragons out of the, the ocean, the frozen ocean and shit like that, you know? So, well, they, you know, if they don't march very fast, I mean, when they, they kind of, unless they're chasing people, they kind of really mosey. They don't really march. Yeah. I'm like, why they the fuck they made made horses? I'm like, they're, you're dead. They don't you don't, you get tired. Yeah. You, you don't get tired. You, why, why you need a horse? Why you can't just walk? I don't even understand why they need spears. <laughs> they just can bite motherfuckers. <laughs> right. But someone needs to light the fires to Gondor because shit just got real. I mean, uh, they're there at the wall and all I hear is X going to give it to you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Because <laughs> the Night King flies up at the speed of a light. Like, the Viserion is faster now. And he has Godzilla laser breath. Yeah, that's crazy. He got ice breath. And once I saw I said, now this scene, I was actually mesmerized. I thought the, the, the graphics for this were phenomenal. But, yeah, that wall ain't shit. And you know what's crazy? Viserion don't breathe no more. He could just He just lets out ice fire like in a constant wave like the other dragons kind of spit it out and stop spit it out and stop. he's just eh, right non-stop yeah. <laughs> i was like is that because this dude is dead and you got to be a hell of a dragon to fly with holes in your wings yeah the night king on top of Viserion, taking down the wall and Tormund 
And my man, Barrett, they're like, they kind of know, like, this shit is over. They're gone. <laughs> they're trying to get to the other side of the building. Yeah, that was crazy. The Serion said, John, you ain't the only one tearing down walls tonight. I'm knocking them down, too. <laughs> you know what's funny? My man Ed over at Castle Black, he has no idea what the fuck is going on. Who? Like, he don't... Ed, Ed, the guy that's the new night commander at Castle Black. Oh. He doesn't know this part of the wall is collapsed. Uh, you don't know in a minute. He just, yeah, but it's just crazy. Like, the wall comes down. And the Serian and Night King knocked the wall down. Does that mean the magic is gone from the whole wall or just that section? I don't know. I don't see how you can beat them now. Because it seems like the Night King knows everything that's going to happen. Kind of like Bran. Now he's got a dragon that has laser breath. And he's got giants. Uh, shit going to be hell next season. And that is it for season seven, episode seven, the finale. The wall comes down and the army of the dead are headed towards the north. So the car starts, the umbers, and uh, who else? The car starts and the umbers and the glovers are first. They better batten down and get ready. Yeah. So in case you guys haven't heard, it's probably going to be anywhere. It's going to be a minimum of 18 months to two years before the final season comes out. The last six episodes, season eight. I heard a rumor. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that. You don't believe what? You don't believe that it'll be 18 months to two years? Nah. It's I, too much money, man. I believe it. I too believe much money. It. I believe it. I heard a rumor that I don't believe, though. I heard a rumor that like all the episodes are going to be like 90 minutes. I don't <laughs> I heard that too. 80 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe, I think there'll be a couple, but I don't think all of them because then why would the season only be six episodes? They could just go ahead and do a full season if they were going to do that. So, but anyway, well, I think these, the episodes are so special effects heavy now that they don't want to do 10 episodes. They don't have a budget for it. Right. And I understand that, but I'm saying if you're going to do six episodes that are 90 minutes, that's longer than 10 episodes already. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they said, I remember a couple of years ago, they said they had only had 13 episodes. They had wrote all the episodes already, and there was only 13 left. I was like, well, fuck it, just do it all in season seven. Right. We don't care if we get 13 episodes. Right. Nobody was like, damn, I got to watch 13 episodes. No, exactly. All right. That's it, man. That's it. So that's it until next year, people. Party people. What's we, your quote? My quote is, I'm going to go with brand quoting Littlefinger. <laughs> when he tells when he tells Littlefinger, didn't you tell my father I told you not to trust me? Yeah. I just like the that. fact that I like the fact that he saw that and threw it back up in Littlefinger's face. Just because I knew way back when that something like that was gonna happen and was gonna be the end of Littlefinger. So Littlefinger couldn't predict that somebody could see every goddamn thing. <laughs> but even without Bran, they still had enough to put him you know what I'm saying? That was just yeah, Brand. Brand was just icing on the cake. You're right. There were witnesses to that moment. Yeah. So he was going to get his anyway. But yeah, Brand just made it even easier. Let me shout out to Varys for basically saying nothing this whole damn episode. <laughs> right, Come on, Spider. You got to step yourself up next season, Spider. <laughs> I'm not used to you. Not you know. Usually you're you're part of the game, man. You you kind of just vanished, Varys. What happened? Yeah, he had one little throwaway line. I can't even remember what it was when they first arrived in King's Landing. I'm going to go with my quote with the hound. You know what's coming for you. You always have. The IRS. No, I mean, no, that's my quote. <laughs>
That's a nice one. <laughs> My definite quote. And our kills of the week? Uh, definitely, definitely Peter Baelish. Long time coming. We're ready for the world on a long time coming. I'm going to go kill of the week is when Bernie Sanders got killed by John with Dragon Glass. <laughs> <Even> though- <laughs> His second death. <laughs> yeah. Even though Gargamel was, was amazed and, 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 and excited and aroused, Bernie Sanders, you know, he, he, he went out like a G. That he did. Went out like a G. That he, he went did. Went out like a G. All right, you guys. Well, thanks again for riding with us in this season seven. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will see you guys again whenever season eight comes out, whether it's 18 months or two years or six months or 12 months, whatever. I'm I'm predicting June 2018. All right. Well, we'll see. You heard it here first. So for Lord Latone. Lord Latone, baby. King in the West, Dino Red. Saying holla at your boy. Holla. Finish him! You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.